Welcome to Inclusion Matters, produced by the Center for Inclusive Child Care, aka the CICC. We're located at inclusivechildcare.org. Welcome to Inclusion Matters, a podcast of the Center for Inclusive Child Care. I'm Cindy Croft, Director of the Center for Inclusive Child Care, and I'm here again with Priscilla Weigel, a consultant with the CICC, and we're continuing a conversation on play. Mm-hmm. And we are going to talk now with, about some of the challenges that might uh, present themselves through play. And in particular today, we want to talk about... Um, Maybe, well, Priscilla, maybe you could just kind of talk about some of the challenges you see when you go out into child care programs that might be about play and and children. Sure, and I think that one thing that um, I've found as a consultant going to family child care or centers or preschools out there, oftentimes challenging behavior the foundations are in a child who is challenged by the whole play. Because as we said in our last podcast, play is essential to an early childhood setting. And so a child who is challenged by that, who finds it overwhelming to interact successfully and follow through and initiate and have all those successes, that whole day in childcare is overwhelming to them because it's all about play. Mm -hmm. And it's all about social interaction. And so we have children in these programs that don't know what to do with those challenges. And so we may see some behaviors that occur in the play setting that tell us, okay, there's something more to this. And one of those behaviors is a child who wanders during playtime. I think we hear that a lot from Mm -hmm. early educators who, who say, what do I do with this child who moves from center to center or play activity to play mm-hmm. activity. I don't know what to do. Right. And it's, it's the child who just doesn't know how to engage and doesn't know that first step maybe. Maybe they're overwhelmed with kids that are already established in play situations and they walk by and go, oh, I can't break into that. Or, or they may do it in a real aggressive manner. They may go plowing in and knock down the tower and that gives that child attention because the children stop their play and they look at the child. But it's a negative pattern. We don't want to, that, that's really you know more toddler behavior of play and, and just how do I get the biggest bang for my buck and then I'll go from there. We don't want to see preschoolers doing that and using right. that tool. A child that's wandering may feel like, you know, I don't know what I want to do right now because there are so many choices. That happens a lot when we see children with wandering behavior. They're just overwhelmed by the options. It'd be like you or I going into a favorite store and someone saying, you can buy whatever you want. We would take a few minutes to go, wow whatever I want. Are you kidding? And we may not, we may just kind of go through the store and look and see what our options are, but what if there's a time limit? Oh, we run out of time and we waste that time. Same with a child. They think free play. Oh, I have this window of time to play, but I like all these things. What do I do first? And so they just don't know where to start. And so those children benefit from an adult saying, or a caregiver saying, you know what? They take them by the hand and say, I thought I put this out today because I thought you might like to try these. And get that child just focused on one thing. So you're narrowing the overwhelming overwhelming piece of the play, and you're just putting some blinders on a little bit for that child to focus on one thing. And you're also giving them some information about 
I thought you might enjoy this. So you're helping them develop those choices, too, and make choices. So that can be something that happens when you see a child who wanders. So. Oh, that's a really great strategy. I like your analogy about the store also. It kind of brings it home to the adult about mm-hmm. what all those choices can be like for a child who may, in fact, have uh, maybe be a little immature in their ability to choose mm-hmm. or at their developmental level just may not quite be ready for all the choices. Do you have other strategies for a child who, you know, can't quite settle at a, at a particular place? Sure. Sometimes when a child wanders or, you know, uh, dabbles in play where they just kind of sit in an area for a very short time and then they move to something else, they're not really using the play to its full advantage and learning from it like they like we would like to see them. So we want to have them stay there for longer. And so even saying, you know what, first, you know, build use this amount of Lego. So give them a tray with some Legos on it and say, I would like you to use these Legos and make a tower. And when your tower is built, then we're going to go find something else to do. So you're stretching that attention span a little bit and you're helping them stay on task a little bit more. Um, And so that would be a way to keep them engaged for longer or pull in another child and somebody that is a good player you know there are always kids who really are adept at playing and so you want to pair that child up with the child who's good at playing and sustaining play and following through with play themes and that sort of thing and you're going to say you know what I want you to play with Joey for a little bit with these you know new building blocks that I just pulled out of the cupboard see what you guys can come up with Joey come on over and Mm -hmm. and then when that child is playing, they may continue to lose interest. You may need to do some prompting to say, oh, what are you working on? And you might need to come back and, and maybe do some shadowing where you're really staying close and helping that child stay on task. But what's happening is, over time, that child is going to see success in their play interactions and their skills. Mm-hmm. And they're going to use those successes to say, this isn't so hard. This is easier. This is fun. And so you, for some kids, we have to build those successes in. They are, they're not happening for them on their own. So that's really what that, that situation does when we do play partnering or shadowing or, or you know, stretching kind of their attention span. And then there's also the child who gets stuck at a play center. Exactly. That, you know, every day. In fact, there was a little boy last week that he plays cars during free play. Cars, cars, cars. And if cars aren't out, he's at a loss. What does he do? And the teacher, the next visit that I made, said, I'm not going to put the cars out because I just want to show you what happens. Well, for this little guy, he goes around the room and he completely wanders and flits. It's like a bird alighting on a little flower or a butterfly. You know, he goes to one area, kind of plays a little bit, but not really, more moves toys around. And then he goes to another area. Maybe we'll engage a little bit more in the dramatic play, but if somebody else that he's playing with loses interest, he doesn't stay engaged. And so he was moving all during free play, just because those cars, which are his anchor, weren't out. Okay. So the child who's stuck, we don't want to pull that anchor away. We don't want to pull that rug out from under them because that's their comfort at playtime. But we can expand on that play by saying, here's the cars, and you know what? And I know this is scandalous sometimes, but you can carry those cars to another area. Oh, great point. And you can go over to the blocks mm-hmm. and there's some kids over there building roads. Let's go build some roads. Or you can, we can put the cars at the art table and we can put paint and we can do some painting. So what you're doing is you're just helping that child take that comfort toy but expand on the play a little bit more. And it doesn't mean that you're going to have to do that forever, but right now they're just stuck in a rut and they have exactly. to see that they can have fun in other areas too. 
they just need to build those successes because success builds confidence. Great. Those are really two uh, important areas, uh, both the child who has trouble settling in an area to play and the child who wants to stay with one play mm-hmm. um, activity or um, play material and doesn't want to move. So that's been very helpful. And I think if people wanted to go back and listen to our podcast on transitions, that would also be helpful sure. for the child who has a little bit of difficulty moving maybe mm-hmm. from a center. So that's great. I think uh, we're going to spend some more time on play. Will you come back and talk some more sure. about some other play challenges? So that concludes our podcast on play, and we will um, talk some more about it. Thank you, Priscilla, great. for being here today. Sure. That's all for now. See you next time.